0: Good evening and welcome back to our continued learning of Hilcha Shabbos every Thursday night. As a S'chus for Achenu Bnei Yisrael and Eretz Yisrael. Amirz Hashem, we should be zeiched that this week, the sixth week, should be the final week that we're learning this Halach HaSengalos. And we should be zeiched to the ultimate Yeshua salvation that all of Kla Yisrael has been desperately waiting for for 2,000 years. The coming of Mashiach should come in mirz Hashem b'mehera v'yameinu. we should be zeiched to binyin Hamikdash, And be to all go back to Eretz Yisrael, the place where we really belong. We're going to continue discussing the halachas of hadlakas Neirush Shabbos. We mentioned last week some of the practical, relevant how-to, what a woman should be doing as she lights the Neirush. We're going to continue discussing this week a few more of those halachas this week and perhaps next week as well. We mentioned last week, and one point that I forgot to mention, we mentioned last week that the way, the order of the way a woman lights is first she lights the candles, then makes the bracha. However, she covers her eyes before she makes the bracha in order to then make sure that when she makes the bracha, the bracha will be overlazed, and she'll only benefit from the lights after having made the bracha. And I meant to mention that many women have a minig as well, aside from covering their eyes, that they wave three times and then cover their eyes. It's not 100% clear exactly the source of this minig and the meaning of this minig. However, when Rabbi Yashav Zatzal was asked about this minig, he said, that if the Jewish women are doing a minig, it has to be that there's some source for it. And therefore, he said, if one does have the minig, one could continue doing the minig, although we are not 100% sure what the source and what the meaning is. But nevertheless, he said, it's a minig, which Yiddish women have, have been doing, and therefore they can continue doing it if that is one minig. We mentioned as well that a woman makes the bracha. She lights and then makes the bracha. It is very important to, to mention that a woman should not be mafstik, she should not interrupt at all in between the lighting and making the bracha. Very often, the kids are around, people are around, the husband's leaving the shul and he wants to say good Shabbos to the wife. The kids need something for the mother. It's important that the woman make sure that she lights and immediately makes the bracha right after lighting. She should not make any interruption in between the lighting and the bracha because the bracha is going on the lighting. Similar to, in general, when a person makes a bracha on the mishra, there shouldn't be any interruption, no talking, nothing done in between. The same thing would be over here. It's also important to mention that the proper nusach of the bracha is lahadlik ner shel to light a candle of Shabbos? Mishabur speaks out that even though the minig of almost all women is to light multiple candles, either two or, like we mentioned last week, many more than that, based on how many children they have, based on some other customs. Nevertheless, Mishabur says the the minig is that we always keep it as lahadlik ner shel light a singular candle, and we never change it to lahadlik Ne rois to light candles plural shel Shabbos. We always the nusach always remains lahadlik ner and yontif. The nusach changes changes to lahad Ner shal yantif obviously, and not lahad Ner shal shabbos. If one made a mistake, and either on shabbos they said the nusach of yantif, or on yantif they said the nusach of shabbos, it's off, it happens often. A woman is getting ready to light hadlakas neiros yantif, and she does the she does the same bracha that she's used to making every week, and instead of saying lahadlik Ner shal yantif, she says shal shabbos. If she catches it, they do dibur she catches it immediately within two seconds of finishing the bracha, she can go back and instead of, after she has said, yantif, or Shabbos, she can go ahead and correct herself and rectify the bracha and she would not need to make a new bracha. However, if she only caught herself after three or four seconds, she should go ahead and make another bracha because she has made the wrong bracha. In addition, if a woman is unsure whether she made the bracha or did not make a bracha, she does not have to make a bracha because we paskin by all brachas, suffix, brachas, the huckle, that if one is unsure whether they made the bracha, they do not go ahead and repeat a bracha. They did not say a bracha just to be sure. And therefore, if a woman is unsure, she will not make another bracha. However, what happens if a woman knows she for sure did not say a bracha? She knows she for sure forgot to say any bracha. That is a discussion amongst the paiskim. And the way we paskin is that at least as long as it's before shkia. As long as it's not yet Shkia, she's still able to make the bracha of the Hadlik Ner Shabbos. Once it's Shkia already, we do not allow her to make the bracha of the Hadlik Ner Shabbos for a very simple reason. To say those words, lahadlik Hadlik Ner shabbos, that I am lighting, I'm making the bracha on the lighting of a candle of Shabbos, is not possible once it's Shkia already. And even though the main br- the main mitzvah is not just the lighting, but it's to have the candles lit in the home, as we mentioned in earlier Shiram, that the main reason is Kava Shabbos, einik Shabbos, Shalom Bayis, Nevertheless, to say those words of L'hadlik Ner Shabbos once at Shkia, according to many many poskim, is not is not possible. And therefore, if she catches her mistake and realizes she forgot to make a bracha before Shkia, she still is able to make a bracha. However, once it passes Shkia, she can no longer go ahead and make a bracha. In addition, many women have the minik brought an that after lighting and making the bracha, they daven for their children the beautiful tefillah of Azakini. And the reason for this is very simple. The Gemara tells us a rugel one who is careful about lighting the candles of Shabbos have on them bonim tomidah chachamim children which are tomidah chachamim. Torah is compared to a fire. Mitzvahs are compared to a fire. As the Apostle says, "Kiner mitzvah, or Torah, and every child, the neshama of every child, is compared to a flame as well. As we've mentioned, many of the custom to add on an extra candle for every child that's born because ner Hashem nishmas adam, the neshama of every child is compared to a flame. And therefore, anytime a person does a mitzvah and every time a parent does a mitzvah, it's an appropriate time to daven for children. But specifically, when a woman lights, Hadlakas Newa with Shabbos, it's an auspicious time for her to stop and to think and to daven. For the success of her children, that they grow up to be Uivde Hashem, Yorei Hashem, Dei Teira, and they grow up to be people that their Rubana is proud of. There is a discussion amongst the Paiskim whether she first has to see the lights, because as we mentioned, she should have hana, she should benefit from the light after making the bracha. However, many paiskim say that she can keep her eyes closed, she can make the bracha, keep her eyes closed, and davana Tefillah then, she can cry, she can put in all of her retinas, all of her tefillas. then. And only afterwards open up her eyes and benefit from the lights and that will still be considered to be that the bracha will be made over lasiyas and the bracha will be made immediately before doing the mitzvah even though she had that time where she davened in between the bracha and having been having had benefited from the actual light many have the skula as well which has become a more popular school recently to say chana for somebody who's having a difficult time having children this is a school which is born in the Kitsar Shulchan Aruch, born in the Kafa Chaim as well, that somebody who is having a difficult time having children should say the tefillah, the Haftar, that we read in Rosh Hashanah. And he says that it's important that a woman does not just say the tefillah, but a woman also understands what she's saying. This is the beautiful tefillah of to have a child that lit up the world. And therefore, it's important that she understands the tefillah that she's saying and understands it's worthwhile. Reading it in English as well, when she's davening this, and it's a school to daven for oneself or somebody else that they know, that is, that is having a difficult time having children. In addition, it's born in the Kishore Shulchan Aruch, and Maybe this is not as well known that a person who's having a difficult time raising their children, a person whose children are having difficulties, having challenges, whether in school or whether in general, challenges at home, it's also a school at Tadav chana. Tvileshana. chana is not only for a woman who's suffering and who's challenged with infertility, but it's also a schooler for a person who's having a difficult time raising children, that they too can daven like chana, who didn't just daven for a child, any child, but she daven for a child that would be a navi that would end up lighting up the whole Yiddish world. The last halacha we're going to discuss tonight is the kedusha, the sanctity of the nerus of Shabbos, unlike Hanukkah, where there's a halacha that one is not allowed to have any benefit from the candles that are lit for the sake of Hanukkah because of Persu nisa; they're only lit in order to spread the nace, the miracle of Hanukkah, Shabbos has a different halacha. Shabbos, one is not only allowed to have benefit, that's the purpose of the nays. The purpose is to add to the beauty of Shabbos, the covet of Shabbos, the e'nig of Shabbos, to make sure the shalom bayis, one can see their way around the house, and therefore one can obviously have benefit from the light. However, the Ramah brings down that one should be careful not to do something that's mavuzah, something that's disgraceful in front of the candles. And the Ramah's example is changing a child changing a baby in front of the Shabbos candles is inappropriate because of the kedusha, because of the sanctity of the naris, and therefore one should be careful not to change their child directly in front of the nehrists. In addition, although the leftover candles, leftover oil, the wicks, do not retain any kedusha and could technically be thrown out, since a mitzvah was done with them, we do not want to throw them out the way we throw out the rest of our garbage. Rather, they should be taken, put into a bag, and discarded in a way which is more respectable, similar to the way we discard of Sukkah and many other mitzvahs, which even though doesn't retain its sanctity, it doesn't have kiddushah, nevertheless, to just throw it in a regular garbage would be a disgrace of Mizayan. The and therefore, since a bracha was made in these candles, these wicks, this leftover oil, it should be disposed of in a respectable fashion, wrapped up in a bag, and only then thrown in the garbage the mishabur brings down as well that the candle should not be used for any mundane purposes therefore if a woman needs to light her stove for example she should not go ahead and light the match for the stove from the shabbos candles assuming that she has not yet been the shabbos or nobody else in her household should do that because the neighbors of shabbos have kedusha and they should not be used for any mundane purposes even using the candle many times people that light wax candles want to light the bottom of the candle in order to make sure that it melts and sticks into the leichter better. Also, you should take a separate match and do that, and you should not use the light of one of the neighbors of Shabbos or somebody else's neighbors of Shabbos. If you have a guest or somebody in your house using somebody else's, that should not be done with the neighbors of Shabbos because of the Kedusha. To light one candle from the other, so if a woman is lighting, lighting five, six candles and the match goes out, she can light, she can take one candle or one wick and light it from the other candles because there she is using the candles for the sake of the other candles, for the sake of the mitzvah, and that would not be considered a disgrace. The Mishabur says that technically, one is allowed to light the match. If let's say a woman has a match and she's lighting five candles and two or three candles in, the match burns out, so she takes a new match. And instead of striking it on the box, she wants to use the already lit candles to light the match. And the mishabur says that technically that would be mutter. That would be permitted, assuming that she's using that match to finish off the lighting of the Neiris. However, the mishabur says, Yesh lahachmer. one should be machmer since it's not directly the candles of Shabbos that are being lit. It's a match which is then going ahead and lighting the candles of Shabbos. Mishabur says one should be stringent and not do that. Rather, she should take the take the match, strike it on the box, and then light the remaining candles that are lit. Have a great Shabbos, and we'll continue next week with some of the more relevant talachas of Adlachis Nei